Hey everyone, I'm Tara, and this is TaraScope, a place where relationship dudes who don't trials and tribulations are discussed. Hello, and welcome to the second to last episode of season one. Together, we have discussed so many topics here on TaraScope, from year-long crushes, ghosting people, friend zones, faking it during sex, and even the possibilities of if you dated a celebrity and how you would deal with the possible cheating. I feel like you have learned so much about me and my weird, crazy little thought process when it comes to this thing called dating and finding love. With that said, I am so excited to tell you that I have a boo. Tarascope officially is off the market and has found a significant other. I'm so fucking lying, okay? All that was all cap. I'm still single and I'm still out in these trenches fighting off these fuckboys and filtering out for true, true potential. Speaking of fighting off and fighting in the trenches, it reminds me of a conversation that I had with one of my very close friends. Long story short, I was telling him how I was minding my business on Instagram, scrolling through my feed, and I found out that my celebrity crush, my celebrity crush, Mac Wild, has a fucking girlfriend. Like, devastating as fuck, right? Well, not for me, because immediately... Immediately, I started plotting on different ways I could end this fucking relationship. Mind you, I have no inkling who this woman is. But automatically, I just knew she's not for him because he's my celebrity crush. And my celebrity crush cannot have a significant other. He cannot have a woman because I am his woman of his dreams and he just haven't met me yet. Right? Bear in mind, all of the schemes I created in my head were not foolproof. Logically and realistically, I could not pull off any of the schemes that I created and conjured up in my mind. Like, I just couldn't. They were all so fucking far-fetched. It is insane. However, at the end of the conversation with my friend, I was like... I can do that because all's fair in love and war, right? And he was like, what? He was like, what does that even mean? He was like, I know I hear people say it all the time, but what does that mean? So after I said it, that one single phrase, I really started thinking, like, how true is it? And if it's not true, like, why isn't it true? Better yet, would I really want to move through life acting in such a manner of all's fair in love and war? So, the expression of the phrase, all's fair in love and war, promotes the idea that like war, any strategy is accepted, any rule can be broken or bent, and any and all behavior is now considered fair because you're trying to capture or take over this thing called love. So, I'm going to present a few different viewpoints showing the aspects of the phrase that I like as well as I dislike. So viewpoint one, 
When you're falling in or out of love with someone, just like war, there's two people from different sides coming together to battle. And when that happens, a few things can happen. Both can survive, one survives, or both sides and both party dies, right? In that example, if both parties survives, that means two things. Either both people in the situation or relationship mutually finds love, marriage, happiness, the whole good things, the things that I'm looking for, right? Or it means that they mutually agree this isn't for us, no party is heartbroken, and they mutually just move on from each other. I feel that that last um, option is really, really rare. I feel like most people don't mutually decide that one person decides it for the other and break up with the other person or stop talking or ghost the other person, right? But I feel like that can happen because it happened for me. Okay, so a few years ago, I was dating and I met this guy at a bar and we hung out only twice, only twice. And after the second date, we mutually, no communication, mutually just knew we weren't doing this shit no more, right? And I never called him, and he never called me after that date. And I wasn't tripping, and I'm pretty sure he wasn't tripping because it was just on that date we both knew, yeah, yeah, this ain't it. This is not for me. So because of that, I feel like two parties can come out surviving a situation or relationship based on the fact that sometimes you know when you're not into someone, and it's okay, the second option of that scenario is if only one survives. If one survives, that means one ends up being dead. The dead individual is the one who comes out of the relationship heartbroken, devastated, shatters into pieces, right? That's the person who's dead in a sense of this like um, analogy. So the saying comes into play because the one who survives does whatever they choose to do. Let's say that person was always cheating or let's say the person was always putting themselves first they did whatever they wanted to do regardless of them being in a relationship and all that is fair they can break the other person's heart because all is fair in love and war like it doesn't matter I'm looking for my love the love of my life and I don't care if I know you're not the love of my life I'll treat you whatever I'll leave when I'm ready to leave it doesn't matter because everything's fair the last option of that situation is if both parties dies this to me means a complete lose-lose situation, as in I believe both parties done shit to each other, they damaged each other, they did foul shit towards each other, that both parties are scarred and both parties at this point are damaged goods and have to rebuild on their own because they have truly been hurt by each other for such a long time in this toxic relationship. At this point, that's a toxic relationship, both per parties are dead because they both hurt each other. The second viewpoint, the viewpoint that I love is the the fuck society, fuck all rules, all rules are off the table mentality. This is the same mentality that allowed me to think and plot on breaking up Mac Wilds and his woman. I thought this was totally okay. It was totally okay in my mind to plot to break up a relationship or hope that a relationship did not work for my own personal selfish gains. I was not worried about the other female's uh, feelings. 
I didn't care if she was hurt that I quote unquote stole him from her. It didn't fucking matter. And it didn't matter because she was not my concern. And we see it all the time. People disregard a relationship or a marriage just for their own personal gain or satisfaction. SZA said it herself, okay? My man is my man is your man too, right? Then she follows it by saying, I gotta say I'm in the mood for just a little bit more than that. I'm ready to take her place, ready to give you everything that you've been missing. How does she know? Like, that is the epitome, the epitome of all's fair and love and war. Baby girl said, I want you. I'm going to do anything and everything it takes. If you're just okay for the moment fucking me only on the weekends, cool. I'm going to do that until I blow your mind. You get, uh, you get obsessed with this pussy right here and you leave the woman you're with. I'm going to be everything that she's not. I'm going to be everything that you're missing. I'm going to win you over by being that person that you need in all aspects of your life. No holds bar. Like, epitome y'all like the epitome of all fair and love and war and I'm not even judging like if someone does that I'm not even judging you I'm not because that shit that is my song like I will blast the weekend on any given day and seeing my heart out with the best of them I love that song I just know that I would hate if I was on the receiving end of that entire situation, like off rip, that nigga is trash. Off rip, that girl is a hoe. She low down, she foul. She's everything under the sun. She a slut, she's a hoe, she a whore. She everything, calling her all kind of name, bashing the hell out that guy, like period. Point blank, no question asked. I'm talking shit about both of them, right? But then to backtrack, if I did, quote unquote, steal that guy from the woman, I always think, like, who's to say I won't lose him the same way? Because if I got him when he was with somebody, like, he can easily do me and play me the same way. Because we all heard the saying, you lose him how you get him. And I don't want to really deal with that. I don't want to have to be like, oh, is he going to play me like he played his ex? And nah, 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 nah. I don't want to have to think about that kind of shit, you know? But then... On the other hand, what if these two people were really, really, really meant to be with each other? Like on some loving basketball type shit, like some real literally shoot your shot to secure your man kind of thing. Like just like Monica and Quincy. Don't judge me. I know their name because that's my movie. Okay. So because Monica and Quincy were such a match made in heaven, it just was like destiny. Right. But what if she never risked it all? Like, what if she never, like, went to him and was like, I'll pay you for this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, they would have never had that beautiful little baby. They would have never, like, ended up happy and, like, amazingly beautiful together. Like, there's so much to think about. It's just too goddamn much to figure out. That is why I said there's certain aspects about it that I like and there's certain aspects about it that I don't like. The main thing I don't like about it is if it happens to me, I'd be pissed and I'd be hurt. And then the aspect I do like about it is, shit, if I really like you, then I should be able to, like, if you're not married, then I should be able to, like, shoot my shot regardless. But I know that's really not fair. <laughs> like, I know that's not okay by society standards and shit. And, like, girl code and, like, human code and stuff. And, like, thinking about other people's feelings and stuff like that. 
But sometimes you be like, no, like, I want you. Like, and that's it. Like, nothing else. I want you, and I'm going to pursue what I want, right? But it's still wrong. Like, I just feel like I'm just rambling. Cause I just so, I'm so conflicted by this whole saying. Because I really wanted Mac Wild. <laughs> I really wanted Mac Wild, you guys. And when I found out he had a girlfriend, it crushed me. And I was like, well, damn, there there goes. Like, who's going to be my new celebrity crush? Because he's taken. And I just don't see myself, like, Googling eye over an entire man that's in a relationship. Like, that's not okay. I'm not going to do that. Like, out of respect to this girl, I don't even know who she is. I'm going to respect her relationship even though I feel like she just got in a relationship like yesterday because when I found out, right? So if you choose to play unfair, if you choose to be grimy in the sense, just please be prepared to deal with any and all consequences. Because remember, like I said in the beginning, viewpoint number one, you can end up burnt and played or you can come out on top or you can both mutually decide this isn't it. But if you get played and and the person does you wrong and filthy after you finally, quote, unquote, get them, remember, you got them the same way you lost them. And you can't be mad at that, okay? So, at me on social media, at Tarascove underscore, and let me know if you agree or disagree with the saying, all's fair in love and war. This is episode motherfreaking 19 Make sure you are tuned in for next week's season finale, okay? Season finale is crazy. It's like almost an hour-long, amazing, amazing conversation. The special guest is dope as fuck. I I can't wait for y'all to meet this person. It's insane. It's epic. It's going to be one for the books. Episode 20, season finale, next Wednesday, May 22nd. Please tune in. But like always, wrap it up, shield your heart, and keep the faith that love is out there waiting for you.